Welcome to Down with the King. I'm Jamie G. Esquire the Fifth. He's Magnum Mills, and we're here to talk about this week's DraftKings contest for the 2022 edition of the Masters. Magnum Mills, you already know what time it is, baby. Drink time? Drink time. Yes. It's always drink time. Yeah, and you know, shout out the Masters. This is one of the most fun golf tournaments, maybe one of the most public golf tournaments. It's DraftKings running a bunch of, you know, big, cool contests here that we're going to talk about. Just want to say thanks for checking out the show. Please remember, if you're on YouTube, you know, subscribe to the channel, like the video, be great. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, please remember to subscribe to the podcast. Give us a rating. Really appreciate it. All we're asking for here, you know, like the man said, we're here to talk about the Masters. And you might be wondering why we're dressed the, the way we are, just for the record. We do have a podcast called PBP, a Peaky Blinders podcast, where we're covering, obviously, the show Peaky Blinders. Just wrapped up their sixth season, their series finale. There is going to be a movie, apparently, but some serious shit. So as you can see, we're in our Shelby best, and we're here to talk to you about playing the you know contest on DraftKings for the Masters. And it's not exactly Kellis's milkshake, but the Masters does tend to bring some public action to the proverbial yard. Magna Mills, why don't you quickly break down a couple of the most notable contests available on DraftKings? Because my guys are better than yours. You're damn right. You can taste it. It's been a minute since I heard Milkshake by Khalees, but shout out Milkshake by Khalees, a Neptune's beat, I believe. And on DraftKings, off the top, the most popular contest is going to be the big millionaire maker, the Millie Maker, $15 buy-in. There are 315,500 entries in that baby, $1 million first prize. Uh, any one person can enter up to 150 entries under their account. And the top 115 make at least $1,000. So, again, out of 315,500, only 115 people will make at least $1,000. So, But the, the first place will make a million very top heavy payout structure there's also a hundred dollar buy-in millionaire maker you get that same million dollars up top but this one only has twenty-eight thousand entries you do have that same 150 entry max so you're going to get a lot of the high rollers the professionals are going to be in here playing 150 still there you have at least the top 100 make at least a thousand dollars so almost the same number of entries will make a hundred dollars but this one only has twenty-eight thousand entries compared to the you know 315,000 plus I would just say if you only had a hundred dollars to play and you want to play in a millionaire maker I would probably rather play one entry in this than playing you know uh, six seven entries in the $15 buy-in you know one thing that if you're going to play the lower stakes I like I would probably play the 200k birdie tournament that's a three dollar entry just under 80,000 entries but it's only a 20 entry max and the first place entry gets 20k pretty sweet for a $3 entry. And again, players can only run 20 lineups in there. A lot of people will probably play the 700 K drive the green contest. That's a $5 entry. It's got a hundred grand up top, but again, you're looking at a huge field, 166.4 thousand entries. And 
you know, again, the 150 entry max, you're going to people max entering that and only the top 12 of there make at least a thousand dollars. Personally, I really like the single entry contest, a really good one at the little bit of higher end here is the 500k driver contest, the $200 buy-in. It's got just under 2,800 entries with a hundred grand up top. And again, every person can only enter one lineup into a single entry contest. A good mid-range one is the 150k dog leg, $33 buy-in again, single entry, 5,300 entries total, $25,000 to first place. And at the little bit of the lower level there, you have the 100K Albatross. That's a $12 buy-in, just under 10,000 entries, 10 grand up top. Not bad for $12,000 when everybody can only enter their best lineup. All right, Mills. Now that we know what contest to enter, how do we go about building our lineups up for the Masters here? Well, you, you want to Bob kind of like no FX. You don't want to spend 15 years getting loaded because your liver exploded. But what you do want is the Bob, the boom or the bust. Because again, in any kind of tournament you're playing, something like the Millionaire Maker with that kind of top heavy payout structure, you have to go for the top of the charts. You have to bet on a bunch of crazy shit, hope it goes right kind of. That's a very simplistic version. But seriously, here you want upside, not guys who are going to ground out grind out the cut you need guys who are going to make points that are going to get birdies get eagles go on those streaks the kind of things you need to do to rack up DraftKings points and you don't want to go overboard on a certain type of player here you don't want all ball strikers you don't want all short game guys you don't want all kind of all around guys you want to find a good mix of guys here to try to take advantage of whatever variance there is in the conditions over the four days don't play tiger great story Hope he makes a cut. He plays. Everything's cool. He's healthy. Don't play Tiger. And don't go heavy stars and scrubs here. There's a lot to like in the mid-range here. But once you get down under that $7,000 range, you know, if you want to play two guys in the 10K, you're going to have to dip down into that range twice. It's not something that I recommend doing. Make sure you check the weather. Looks like it's going to be pretty dry. Might be some wind on Thursday and Friday. If you're mass multi-entering, you can always consider playing the waves where you play a particular tee time on one day, either early or late, generally on the first day. Pick and choose to play all of your golfers from that tee time. Maybe hope you get more favorable conditions. And as always, when you're playing PJ DFS, at the last possible, the latest you can wait, make sure you check the weather just to have an idea of what's going on because there are certainly players who do play better in adverse conditions than others. Whew. Now that we know what contents to enter and we have an idea about how to go about building our lineups, I guess we need to pick some players here, man. Let's start at the top of the charts here, Magna Mills. Who do you like in the 10K and uh, over range this week? Yeah, I'm not going to be a get out. There's no one here I'm totally fading, but there's no one here I'm going to like say lock button if I'm mass multi-entering. For the most part, my two favorites up top are Scotty Scheffler at 11,000. I think a lot of people will just kind of look at him and be like, oh shit, I can get John Rahm for $200 cheaper and they'll do that. So I would rather say pay up for Scheffler all the way than save the 200 bucks dropped on Rahm. And I do like Justin Thomas here. I think he's going to get a little bit underlooked because if you want to save like three, $400, you can get like Kyle Morikawa, Victor Hovland, Roy McIlroy, uh, Cameron Smith, Jordan Spieth, Sander, Patrick Cantlay. A lot of dudes there. So I think because of that, Justin Thomas might see his ownership be a little bit soft. Before we get into the 9K range, Magnum Mills, is there anybody above the 10K mark that you'll be fading if you're building, let's say, I don't know, multiple lineups or mass entering? Not really. I mean, I guess you could make the argument for Dustin Johnson, but he's got a good enough history here. And he's the kind of guy who's also spiked at times that he hasn't been playing that well. 
so no, there, there's nobody in this range that I'm saying, like, if I'm playing 150 entries, you know, there's no way I'm having any of him. I would say I might be under the field on most of them. But again, that's just the way I'm going to choose to build my lineups this week. I'm not going to be very top heavy. I'm going to try to avoid that stars and scrubs build. The old Dusty Johnson. Let's move on to the 9K range. Who are you leaning towards here, dude? Uh, just before we get into it, I think what a lot of people are going to do this week, I just kind of named those guys up top. A lot of people are going to start their lineups by taking two golfers kind of in the mid to high 9K range. Nothing really wrong with that. It's just going to be a chalky play, something I'm definitely about about in single entry, but I might be a little bit more cautious about doing so, you know, with multiple entries and something like the Millionaire Maker, because I think it's going to be a pretty common build. Cameron Smith and Will Z, Will Zalatoris, they look to be kind of the chalkiest of the bunch, I would say. Still, like Charlie playing Rico after a seaweed break, I'm down with Will Z, Will Zalatoris, 9,200. Again, we talked about him on our wagering show. Check it out. Sees the gap, wages and bets. But again, good form. Model likes him. Doesn't have the experience here, but I think that'll help keep his ownership down. Makes me like him here. Patrick Cantley is a guy who kind of does everything well. The recent form has been falling off. Decent, but not great history here. 9,500. Could fly under the radar. I like Cantley a bit here. And then Jordan Spaeth. I don't, he'll, it's not going to surprise me when he say finishes 12th. There's nothing wrong with that. Great fit at Augusta. I just think the way his ownership is trending, he's just going to be a little bit too chalky for my liking. Again, I'm not going to not include him in my player pool, but I'm going to probably be, you know, at half of what his ownership is. Anywho, if I know my math and well, I'm a doctor, not a mathematician, but I think after the 9K range, Magnum Mills using simple addition and subtraction, I think we come on down to the 8K range. The $8,000 range here. Uh, see, you're supposed to say it like Rob Roddy back in the day of the prices, right? Like, come on down. Uh, you know, I don't shout out Drew Carey or whatever, but Rod Roddy is the only prices right announcer for me. And we're going to start here in the AK range with our guy. We like to call Shane Lowry. That's Shane Lowry, 8,800, 8,800. Don't call him Mike Lowry, but he's in a good spot here. Definitely been trending upwards. He's finished in the top 13 in each of his last three events. He's had some success here, posted back-to-back top 25s at Augusta the last two times out here. And he's getting some love from my models here, both my previous model from last year, updated one. I'm feeling Irish, man, here a little bit. Well, hopefully it's not a three-hour and 30-minute movie. Magnum Mills, let's move on to Sam Burns. $8,600. Mr. Burns, he is is one of the bigger Bob plays here in the boomer bust category in the field. And he's hotter than, than Springfield tire fire right now, but coming off a win in his last event, he's got no experience here, but the model doesn't know that. And they absolutely love him. I think Burns is an excellent play. Yeah, shit. I'm not good at the Mr. Burns impression either, but I, I like the effort at it. Uh, kind of to run up this range. I like Yoki Neiman, 8,200. Again, bit up and down, a little bit of a Bob play himself, but he, he has broke through, got that win we were looking for. His last four finishes have been finished 22nd, missing cut, and then a first and a sixth. So that's the kind of upside we want here. We don't necessarily mind the fact that he could miss a cut because we're looking for that ceiling. He hasn't played particularly well at Augusta, but he's got experience here. So that's kind of the idea is, you know, it takes players sometimes a couple of years to figure out the course. Maybe he's ready to take that next step. And like myself, the models are willing to overlook the track record is Neiman's really popping here in, you know, pretty much most of the variations I ran in my models. Let's go on down 
to the 7K range, Magnum Mills. I think it's important to point out that this is the range where these contests will most likely be won. This is a very, very deep field, which leads to a lot of good golfers being priced down a bit, especially when you see Tiger Woods' name in there. A lot of entries are going to be two to four players from this range. So what we do here is, is pretty crucial. I mean, it could even yeah be crucial conflicted, crucial conflict. Pretty much, I think that's going to be, again, what a lot of people are going to land on is it would not surprise me at all if the winning lineup has some combination of two guys in the 9K range and two to three guys in this range mix in a couple of AK, AK guys and, you know, Bob Jonkel, as they say. I'm going to go back to the well here with Russell Henley, 7,800. He's been grinding it recently. He's finished 13th in each of his last two events. He hasn't played at Augusta since 2018, but he did finish 15th that year and 11th in 2017. So that's some pretty solid finishes. You know, I don't mind the history here, even though it is a few years ago. Models love him. And he's also very underpriced versus his betting odds. Whereas a lot of, I think he's plus 3,500 right now. And he's grouped up there with the guys who are priced in that 9K range. That's going to make him chalky, but it's looking around, say, 15% projected ownership. I can live with that for the most part, so I'll probably at least be around the field there on Russell Henley. You know, Russell, I love Russell. Oh, yes, he is. Let's move on to Fitzy here with Matthew Fitzpatrick. $7,700. Fitz is in excellent form uh, with, with four top 10 finishes in his last five events. He's been a good cut maker at Augusta, but his best recent finish here was 21st in 2019. The models like, but don't love him. It's looking like he comes in a bit higher owned than Henley call it 18% or so. I'll have some exposure here, Magna Mills, but he's not a priority target for me. Yeah, that, that feels like the story of my life, man. The models like me, but they don't love me and I'm not a priority target. And let's go down here to one of my guys. It's Corey Connors, 7,600, Mr. Crucial Conflict himself. The, you know, again, as we said before on our show, the recent form has been decent, but that decent recent form is not great form. And despite his issues with the putter, with the flat stick, Connors has actually scored back-to-back top 10 finishes at Augusta here. The models like him less than they normally do. That's kind of surprising because he's such a good ball striker. The problem is there's a definitely a decent chance that Corey Connors winds up being the most owned player in this range. But at the end of the day, he's one of my guys. I think I'm going to, you know, again, do like Charlie and Grico, eat the chalk a little bit here. And despite the fact that it is a true crucial conflict, still can find my guy, double C. Dub C in the house. Next up, Magna Mills, we got Max Homa, a.k.a. Max Power. He's been on a roll recently, having finished in the top 17 of each of his last four events. He hasn't done much in his previous two appearances here, but he does have some master's experience. The models like, but don't love him with his ownership projected in the 10% range. I think I'm going to turn it up to max power, all the way up to max power, fairly often this weekend, Magna Mills. Yeah, I mean, that's, again, a, a nice Simpsons reference. And, you know, when someone, Homer Simpson, they actually one point changed his name to Max Power. And somebody complimented, oh, like, that's a great name. Where did it come from? And he's like, oh, yeah, I got it off a hairdryer. So shout out some uh, little Simpsons history here. And I have to do one fade here at the bottom of the range at 7K flat. You have Luke List. He's one of my guys. He's a phenomenal ball striker. He won an event a little over a month ago. And if you have a model, He's popping in it there. You're, you're seeing a lot of green, but I'm here. I'm wearing my Detroit Lions jacket and I'm telling you, do not fall for the banana in the tailpipe. Okay. Even though the ownership's projected under 10% and you're going to be tempted, 
do not fall for the banana in the tailpipe. In Magnum Mills, I'm a sucker for any Beverly Hills Cop reference. And boy, oh boy, that was nailed right there. That does bring us to the final frontier. That's right. The $6,000 range. Mills, how are you handling the dumpster dive plays here for the Masters? As I said before, I'm not a real fan of the Stars and Scrubs build this week. I don't mind one player here. I am very rarely going to double up on players in this range. And I think that you have to find a guy that you think has a legitimate chance to win the golf tournament if you're going to take him here. A true Bob, a true boomer bust play. Grabbing somebody like a Freddie Couples or VJ Sang and hope that they grind out a cut isn't going to do it for you. You need guys who can actually score in the DraftKings point system. First up here, I'd go with Gary Woodland, 6,900. He's gotten back on track. He's three top eight finishes in the last five events. He has experience at Augusta, but hasn't really experienced significant success. The models like him about as much as they like anybody in this price range, but there is a decent chance he's the most known play in this range. I'll sprinkle him in, but he's not a core play for me. You know, kind of don't hate it, don't love it. I will probably be right around the field in that, you know, 12, 14% range. I think it's coming in at now. Doing a little sprinkling. Next up, speaking of sprinkling, we've got the sandwich man, Tom Hoagie. That's right. Hoagie has been grinding since his breakthrough win a bit over a month ago now. With no master's history to draw on, we're banking on his recent form and what the model thinks of him. Spoiler alert, all of the models seem to absolutely, positively love him. I'm wary of investing too much in an Augusta Virgin, but I'll certainly have to have some shares of hoagies here. Some would say a couple of bites. Yeah, I mean, models love sandwiches, right? That must be it. And finally here, it's not just because his name is Cameron Champ, but Cameron Champ, the bomber, comes in 6,600. Recent form, not great. I believe he's made uh, the cut in three of his last six events. But we have to do, look back at the last two years here. He's finished 26th and 19th. Model doesn't like him, not a huge surprise, but his distance here can be a huge edge. And if he can keep it together, like even we saw him get his big win last summer, he almost fell apart at the end, but he has the potential. His game fits really well here. He's projected for less than 5% ownership. And this is exactly like, if you're going to dip down, take somebody in this range, you want this, someone like Cameron Champ. He can finish last, he can finish first. So Ricky Bobby, the shit out of it. And, you know, Cameron Champ is probably my favorite play in this range. Man, thanks for that, Magna Mills. Just know that I'll be waiting for you in the parking lot so we can go grab some beers and watch the Masters. Thank you all for checking us out. We appreciate you liking, subscribing, all of that good stuff. We really appreciate it. It helps us out. It may not mean a lot to you, but it means a lot to us. So please do it. Magna Mills, before you head to the parking lot, please tell the audience where they can find all of our other absolutely free content i mean we're over here now that the rebooting white man can't jump can the happy gilmore reboot be that far behind i'm not sure my vote is for wesley snipes to play chubbs peterson we'll see how it works you could bring back our weathers also for that and this is ben down with the king we're from the seize the gap fantasy football podcast find us by searching for seize the gap fantasy on your favorite podcast platform and on social media at seize the gap ff we're from the joe blow football show you can find it joeblowfootballshow.com and on social media at Joe Blow Show. As I said earlier, we're also doing Peaky Blinders on our podcast, PBP, a Peaky Blinders podcast, available on your favorite podcast platform, and on social media at Peaky Podcast. 
Pretty soon, we're going to cover the final seven episodes of the show Ozark from Netflix. We are the Ozark Podcast on your favorite podcast platform and on social media at Ozark Podcast. And finally, one of our favorites, we continue to cover It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia on our podcast, Night Pod Cometh. Find that at Night Pod Cometh on your favorite podcast platform and on social media. I'm Magnum Mills. He's Jamie G. This is Ben Down with the King. And remember, you think that it is, it is. If not, it isn't. Look, Ma, no shoelaces. And I'm down, down with, with the, the king. king.